This episode is brought to you by Prepared Patriot. Now, I'm not one of those guys who thinks the world is going to end tomorrow or hopes the world is going to end tomorrow, but it's probably going to, okay? So, just in case it does, you're going to want to be prepared, and you're going to want to be prepared at a reasonable price. So, you should check out Prepared Patriot at their website at preparedpatriot.com. You can find everything here. You can find everything from... Uh, hoodies to shoes to you know uh, firearm accessories and uh, home goods that will only do you good if if the world ends you know just just about everything that you can think of that you would need in an oh shit scenario can be found at preparedpatriot.com at crazy discounts and I mean crazy discounts so Go and check them out and thank me later. Bye. Okay, now we're on. Now we're definitely on. Welcome to the show in, again, the most ghetto fashion that I've ever recorded a show with a guest. Happy to have you here. How you doing, bro? Doing great. It's been a minute. You know, we're hanging out here in our new place. It has been a minute, See? hasn't it? It's been like a full 14 hours. Yeah. But uh, it's good to see you, bro. It's super fucking weird. Uh, we just went over this, but I'm in a room with no furniture right now while my lovely guest is standing on the opposite side of the room with his microphone. <laughs> so this is the weirdest way that I've ever recorded anything before, but we're still getting our shit together. We don't have our furniture yet. So, I mean, the show must go on with or without furniture. So here we are. Uh, how's the move for you, man? Not too bad. I only had like... Four bags, and I was a bit just moving all my stuff downstairs. It was yeah, a lot you're more like tricky with moving your guys' stuff. Actually. You're like fucking traveling light, bro. You like when I got out here to the West Coast. That's that's kind of how I did shit. Like I, I didn't have. I had a car. I had two bags of clothes, a guitar, and like a laptop, and that was pretty much everything that I owned. And I just packed it all up into a car and drove across the country. That's that's how I got here. But I mean, I guess there's something to be said about like a, a minimalist lifestyle, especially to start. So, Oh yeah. I mean, this is my first place moving into here. Before then I was just living here to there, not really having my own furniture. So this is a nice change. I like it. Got my mimosas with me here, you know, enjoy my Sunday. Yeah, dude, you are out of your fucking mind. You, I was awoken today at nine o'clock in the morning to a request for mimosas. Now I, I get it. Okay. I, enjoy day drinking i think day drinking is the superior way to drink because you avoid the hangover in a lot of ways if you have the wherewithal to stop yourself like if you start day drinking at i don't know 11 30 in the morning right and then you coast through until 3 30 or 4 in the afternoon and then you stop at 3 30 or 4 in the afternoon by the time you go to bed, the hangover is already kicking in, like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. The hangover is already kicking in. And then you sleep through the entire hangover and then you wake up totally fine. That's it's the, it's the better way to drink. But even my dumbass doesn't start at nine o'clock in the morning. Usually, I, I, I heard a bottle pop. I heard a fucking cork pop. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what time is it? I looked at my clock. I was like, it's nine o'clock in the morning right now. What is going on? Uh, hey, man, you want a mimosa? <laughs> hey, man, I started drinking when the liquor store opened, so 8 a.m. That's Jesus when we start. Christ, dude. That's so sad. Why do you do that? 
Oh, just a good morning. I start drinking. Let's. I think that was the saddest thing anyone said on my podcast. I start drinking when the liquor store opens. <laughs> that is. Uh, is this is this me finding out that you have a serious problem that we should be talking about? No, no, no. I drink very lightly. It's kind of funny that we talk about that right now. I don't really drink too much, but when I drink, I just call it on a binge for like one day, and I'm good for the rest of the month. Holy shit! I remember the last time I saw you drinking was at my last place because you you had a key to get in, and I was out running errands or something, and you were like, uh, "Hey, you know, I'm here. Whenever you get back." I was like, "Sweet, I'm running some errands. I'll be back in." I don't know, an hour or so. And I came back and you were sitting by yourself at the counter, pouring yourself rounds of tequila over and over and over. Like how many, you went through like, I don't know, a third of that bottle just Uh, by yourself. Not even a fourth, like probably even less than that. It was just like a few shots. And you guys said, hey, let's pregame before we head out. I'm like, okay, I've never pregame before. So let's give it a shot. See, when we said when we said let's pregame before we go, you should have taken that as like, let me let them pregame since I've been drinking tequila by myself for an hour. Like that was that was your green light to stop drinking because you had already pregamed for the pregame. No, no, no. I mean, uh am a, a lightweight for the most part. And what kind of a lightweight drinks tequila? straight by themselves just to catch up with you guys that's all because we weren't even drinking yet none of this is none of this is making sense (laughs) i had to catch up with you guys who weren't drunk by getting drunk before i got drunk that's that's what you're saying right now just (laughs) no i'm I'm trying to piece this together you got super drunk which is funny my buzz is kind of wearing off at that time but you were having a great time when i did get pretty ripped but i started i started drinking I think more when we, when we left for the show than I did at the play. Yeah, I was I got I got pretty happy. That was a good time. Yeah, yeah. I think you only had like a few white claws, and after that, you just had like a few IPAs, having a good time at the county fair. Yeah, it was a good time. I think white claws are cool because they taste like hairspray, and they get you kind of drunk, but they also, in a weird way, it feels like you're hydrating at the same time, and even, <laughs> even though you're not. It feels like you're making a healthy decision. You know, you know what I mean. I, I don't know about that. I'm drinking one right now, and, uh, <laughs> and it tastes terrible. It tastes terrible. Feels like feels like you're poisoning yourself. Oh god, yeah. Maybe that has something to do with the fact that it is 10 a.m. and you're already getting drunk. No, 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 no. I mean, this one is just it just tastes funky. Like it tastes all right in the first sip, but then the aftertaste it tastes like gasoline or something. Is that the mango? Yeah, it tastes like. Antifreeze. Yeah, the mango. Like. The mango always tasted like soap to me, mm-hmm. but it's fine. Yeah, maybe I'll grab one. I mean, if we're as long as we're getting drunk at the stupidest time of the day, maybe I'll grab one too. Yeah. Let's take a little break here, and I'll I'll, I'll grab a, a claw. All right. So we're back at eight minutes. Feels like that's. It feels like it's been longer, but it's probably because we're recording this all fucking weird. It's the alcohol kicking in. Maybe that might be it too. <laughs> I have another guest planned for later on in this episode. I don't know if she's going to come through or not. She's one of those, uh, you know, I'll just sleep till I'm dead type of people. I'm surrounded by some sad ass folks these days. Hey man, <laughs> I got one dude who drinks when the liquor store opens, and a chick who sleeps her life away, and then a grown man who acts like a twelve year old. 
this is where I'm at. This is this is where all my success has led. I don't, know how, I don't know how I should feel about that. You're surrounded by dorks. I love it. Fucking dorks. I love that word. We need to bring that one back. You know what that means, right? Uh, I remember middle school where all my friends were saying it was like, it's like a whale's dick. Yeah, that's exactly that's what, what it is. That's what it's like the actual, that's the scientific name for a whale's dick. Yeah, it's a dork. I love it. That's cool. I'm going to start calling everybody dorks. How do you like the new area, dude? Uh, it's great. You know, they got some great, you know, little delis around here, a lot of spots just close by. You know, everything's super close. Everything's within walking distance. You don't have to get in your car, go anywhere. It's super nice. I love it. I think it's cool. I think it's like, it's like you have the perks of a city life without the downsides of city life. And city life is getting more and more downsidey for me. Like, I grew up in a city, bro, and it's, I loved it. And I still love my hometown, but the older I get, the shittier all the cities are. Like, you just, I mean, L.A. looks like a fucking, like, you can't tell the difference between L.A. and Afghanistan. It just looks completely bombed out. The, the buildings are taller, for sure. Like that's, But that's pretty much the only difference. Chicago's the same way. New York is disgusting right now. Crime is through the roof. Taxes are through the roof. Nobody can afford anything. Homelessness is off the charts. Drug use off the charts. It's just like every city in America seems to be going directly downhill. Oh, definitely. I mean, I got my sister. She lives over there. And uh, I don't know how she does it. She lives in like a studio apartment just down the street from where she works. But it is disgusting where she lives. That's right. Like you can you can afford to live out there if you want to live in a fucking Harry Potter closet. I see. I remember... Uh, I was talk, I was seeing this girl for a while and on her if you went to her Instagram her Instagram page you would see like she would always post stuff of her apartment you know it was like really cool videos of this beautiful apartment she had and it was like big glass windows you could oversee the, the ocean and like all this cool stuff it was like a, it looked like a really fucking nice condo and then I went over there and it was it was like a shoebox, bro. It was like a shoebox with glass windows. It was so fucking small, and I was like, okay, now it makes sense. Now I understand how you can afford to live here because this place is I can't breathe in here. It's so fucking small, you know. Yeah, no. Now in this place, the place that that we're recording from right now, it's kind of like the, there's no way to say this without getting completely canceled, but. I fucking don't care. It's it's kind of like you look around this area and you just get this warm feeling like everyone here has a valid birth certificate. You know what I mean? And like like the other day I accidentally I left my phone on top of my car by mistake, which is something that I've never done before ever. And I went into this store. I was in there for like 25 minutes, came back out and guess where my phone was? Right where the fuck I left it. Like, no one's out here stealing shit, robbing people. No one's getting attacked. No one's getting raped. No no garages are getting broken into. Like, it's just a cool area. Like, I, like on the one hand, I almost enjoyed the city life because it kept me on my toes and it kept me in, like, a constant, like, I need to be ready in case something happens mode. You know what I mean? Am I making sense? But... That's like not really a cool way to live. It's a, it's a very high stress way to live. And I kind of like just being able to cut loose just a little bit. I still want to stay vigilant because anything can happen anywhere. Right. But it's nice to be in a place where you, you know, that statistically that kind of shit doesn't go down. 
a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's just a cool. It's a cool area. Very diverse too. I've noticed like a lot. There's no like. There's no one demographic that's like larger than the other. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a pretty. It's as far as melting pots go. It's it's a really good melting pot over here. I like this town. I like this area a lot. Yeah, me too. I mean, we both grew up in somewhat poor areas, different areas, but we were used to like hearing gunshots every night. We used to people like breaking into our garages and just like taking stuff. But here, none of that happens. It's super rare, and like you said, people don't take anything. Everyone's super relaxed. A lot of it's just like old folks and people who are just trying to you know live their life a little bit. Nice. Now that's that's kind of the downside, though. I think we need to do something about these old people, and I'll tell you why. They're, I, I like to wake up a little bit early so I can get my errands done, like, early in the morning, right? That's when all the old people are awake as well, and they drive very, very slowly. And very stupidly, too. Like, they drive as if everyone around them is as old and stupid as they are. And it's like, I don't understand why they're allowed to drive. Like, I don't... If I'm like 75 years old and I can barely walk, you shouldn't let me drive a car, right? Like, it just makes sense. Like, I shouldn't be allowed to, like, get into a vehicle and put people's lives at risk. No, you definitely love my grandma then. She's, like, 75 years old. She has a pistol, like, right next to her seat. And she just honks at everyone. like, get the fuck out of the way. That's the kind of 75 that I'm talking about. That's that's the kind of 75 that I want to be. But if I'm 75 and senile and I can hardly move by myself, don't let me fucking drive. What the fuck are y'all thinking? I'm going to drive 15 miles an hour in a 35. I'm going to piss everyone off. I'm going to fucking stop way too way too quick for stop signs and have somebody rear end me. It's just, it's just frustrating, man. Like, I thought COVID was supposed to get rid of all these old people, and it definitely didn't. Like, it did not work at all i think a good like a brush fire through the retirement home might not be the worst thing in the world but you know maybe i'm being a little insensitive no i mean especially here in california i mean forest fires fires won't do a damn thing everyone here is like immune to that kind of Dude, stuff seriously man it's like it's like it's like a west coast full of cockroaches like you, the, everything that was supposed to kill us over the last four years just hasn't killed us it's like this is the worst. I've said this a million times, but this is the worst apocalypse I've ever been a part of. It's like every single week, there's a new thing that's out to kill us. It was murder hornets. It was COVID. It was a vaccine. It was climate change. It was tornado. Whatever the fuck it was, it, there was always there was a tsunami warning uh, for the area that I used to be in out here on the West Coast. And it was like everyone was crazy about it. It was like, watch out. Don't go to the beach. Don't fucking do anything like there's tsunamis are probably going to come because it was an earthquake or whatever and i went to where was I? I think i was out in santa barbara and i went on the pier and i've never seen the ocean more calm it was like a beautiful serene like no waves super quiet there were dolphins i saw dolphins playing around i was like this is the worst tsunami i've ever fucking seen this is i'm, I'm fucking bored dude these these people, these fucking news stations and, and, you know, politicians that I won't name and stuff, they keep telling us that we're all going to fucking die. And I'm totally alive right now. Like, they're, this is some bullshit, okay? If, <laughs> just quit quit lying to me. That's all I want. <laughs> no, isn't it crazy how many, like, apocalypses we've been through? Like, we had Y2K, 2012, you know, this whole pandemic and everything. And nothing's happened. It's all just been normal. Dude, yeah, we, we millennials have probably had, as far as, like, modern living goes we've probably had the hardest life 
of, of any of any modern generation. I mean, obviously, like the gladiators had it a lot harder than us and the pilgrims and like all that shit. Of course, life was so much harder back then. But as far as modern living goes, I think millennials have had it the hardest because we have lived through, like you said, so many like quote unquote world changing events that just never really changed the world that much. It was all it was all just hype. That's all it's ever been. It's just fucking hype and, you know, shock and awe and shit that sells. I mean, the closest we think we've had in like modern times was like the Cuban Missile Crisis, probably 9-11 was close to apocalypse. Everyone's like freaking out, like what's going to happen? But so far, 9-11 was big. 9-11 was legitimately a world changing thing because we went to war thousands died we were like under attack it was the whole fucking thing was televised it was traumatizing i was very very young when that happened but i can still you know how you don't really remember too much from when you were a kid it's like spotty little memories here and there i i remember that day probably better than most days in my childhood because because it was just that it, it was that important you know what i mean it was such a huge thing that nobody ever thought would happen I don't even remember that. Apparently, I was sitting in my mom's lap, and we were just watching the TV. She was panicking. She called my dad, who worked in LA at the time. And they didn't know what was going to happen, you know? Everyone was just freaking out. It was just a crazy time. Yeah. Do you think it was an inside job? I don't know. It's very probable, but I don't know. There's definitely a lot of things here and there that are like, that's kind of suspicious. See, I, I entertain those conspiracy theory rabbit holes like it's nobody's fucking business. Just because if nothing else, if nothing else comes from it, it's at least fun. You know, it's it's almost like telling ghost stories around a campfire. It's like, oh, like I wonder what I wonder what this means. I wonder what that is. Are there fucking aliens? You know, like it's just always been kind of fun for me. And that story in particular seems to be riddled with a lot of things that like all it takes is a couple extra details and the whole narrative falls apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like how the plane or the buildings came down, like what's pancake faction. Yeah. Like they were supposed to like tumble down on a certain like a, like a perfectly timed controlled demo demolition. Yeah. And then there was World Trade 7 that also collapsed for seemingly no reason. Yeah, I mean, it's like a whole different building that didn't get hit by anything. Even like the Pentagon, the plane that was supposed to hit it, barely touched it. I think another plane like was almost vaporized when it like, hit the ground. Like, For real, yeah, that was another thing. They didn't find any... Like, those engines are fucking solid steel, bro. They didn't find any pieces of engines or seats, plane parts, anything like that. There was nothing there at all. It was like the plane just completely vaporized. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Yeah, I mean, like, if the airplane crash you had, there's, like, certain parts of the plane that will still linger on, like the cockpit or the engine or something. And you can see there's, I mean, this isn't the first, that wasn't the first time that a plane had struck a skyscraper. I mean, albeit, I think every other time it happened, it was a much smaller plane. But, like, in other instances, you found fucking parts of the plane and you found parts of the building and the building stayed intact because skyscrapers are built to withstand getting hit by airplanes. You know, it's just it's just one of those stories that kind of can go it can go in a million different directions. And again, I was so small. I was so little when it happened that I couldn't put shit together back then. But the rabbit holes are always fun. Yeah, it's always fun to have this conspiracy theories and theories and uh just like looking a little bit deeper and like, you know what? Some of this stuff doesn't make sense. Maybe this, this, and this happened. It's always fun looking at those. What do you think about ghosts? 
I don't really know about ghosts. I think I saw a ghost twice when I was younger, but it might have been just me being a kid. I've seen some ghosts. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! I got I got. St- I mean, stories for a different time, maybe, or maybe maybe we'll squeeze it into this episode, depending on if my other guest shows up or not. But yeah, I've seen some ghosts when I moved into uh, my new place here. Kind of as a joke, I texted a bunch of friends. I was like, yeah, I'm really excited. You know, new place, blah, blah, blah. And then a few hours later, I texted them all back. I was like, it's haunted. Because they all know me as the dude who's just constantly looking for haunted houses. Yeah. There's something I don't understand about haunted houses and ghosts. Why are they trying to get rid of you? You know, they're stuck in one place for eternity. Just relax with the person, you know? Just have fun. Don't make it, like, crazy or anything. You would think they'd probably get lonely, right? I mean, if they're if they're stuck here... If they're like stuck and they they can't move on or whatever the narrative is there, like you would think, yeah, they want some friendship or some camaraderie. Yeah, if I if I was dead and living in one place, and then like twenty years, a couple of people moved into my place, I wouldn't be like, hey, get the fuck out of here. I'd be like, hey, how's it going? Let's relax. Let's watch some movies. Let's watch a game or something. I mean, to their credit, I do enjoy my space. I totally understand that. I mean, this podcast used to be called "Here's Why I Hate People," uh, and that was a that was a real thing. So. And now you have guests. <laughs> now I have guests. Ugh, sometimes I think the guests that I have would be better off replaced by, well, I don't know. Maybe we should do like a, why don't we do like a seance and see if we can have some more guests. Some guests that are at least like entertaining. <laughs> I'll bring the Ouija board. How about that? I'll there make it go. fun. I'll bring in a Ouija board. We'll fucking open up some portals. Hell yeah. I mean. See what comes through. Wait, did you guests. say You know what the real problem is with me as far as like ghosts are concerned? If my place is haunted and there's nothing I can do about it, I mean, fine. I I guess I'll have to live with that. But that bitch ain't paying rent. You know what I mean? It's like this other thing, this other person that's taking up space and not fucking paying for it. Yeah, yeah, ghost, go get a job, man. Let's pay some rent. I'm struggling here. Come on. I'm taking another little break. What are you drinking over there? Uh, Which one? Let's see. We got the uh, mango white claw. Are you triple fisting right now? No, 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 I'm going to fucking call AA for you. You, <laughs> no, you kick this shit off at nine o'clock in the morning with mimosas. You have like three different seltzers in front of you right now. None of which are finished. Okay. <laughs> you just, well, well, just tell the audience, tell the audience what you have. Uh, well, we got the happy dad, lemon lime hard seltzer. I never has before. Happy dad. Yeah. That's one you got right there too. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's okay. It's like an otter pop with a, a little bit of like an alcohol tinge to it and mango white claw, which I'm not a big fan of. But. I, I can't believe you don't think this is crazy. No, no I'm 23, man. I'm, <laughs> let me have some fun. All right. Oh, hey, I don't care what you do. Have, have as much fun as you want. Yeah, man. I mean, let's just, uh, Happy Sunday fun day, bro. We're, we're, we are recording on a Sunday. So yeah. I mean, if there's any, if, if there was a day of the week to be drunk before noon, I guess it's Sunday mm-hmm. and it's almost noon anyway. So fuck it. It's, it's going to be, be hot as shit today. I thought about going to the beach, but it's going to be way too hot. It's going to be like 97. Oh yeah, man. This is a valley area. Basically <laughs> it's going to be basically, hot as hell. Yeah. We're like, we're trapping all the heat in here. I have no idea. Like, do I just stay inside and hide from the heat? Yeah. <laughs> find a place with a pool or some shit? No, because once you get to the pool, it's going to be hot. Like, the water's going to be hot. It's going to be hot, and there's probably going to be, like, 700 people there. Yeah, same idea. Like, let's go cool down. freaking kids. <laughs> That's always annoying when everyone brings their kids. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> the, anno- the annoying part is when there's kids in the store. When there's kids in the store, and it's like, 
they're like running around, knocking shit over. I trip over them, like they they run into me or something. Like I almost want to turn to him and be like, "Look, man, I know you're just a kid, but I fucking hope you get kidnapped right now. Like I don't <laughs> want you around me." No, my mom had the best technique. Whenever we started acting up or doing anything strange in storage, she would just walk away and walk towards the car, and we just follow her. <laughs> Holy shit, that is terrifying. That it's would be terrifying. terrifying as a little kid. That's that's a really good strategy. Yeah, it works every time though because we follow her. <laughs> like, all right. We're going home. I'm not yeah. taking you guys. That's All okay. right. Time to go. Mm-hmm. My mom did not care a little bit. Oh, man. This seltzer. <laughs> it tastes funky. Does it really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying this Happy Dad stuff and this Mega stuff back to back. All right. All right. You talk me into it. Yeah. It tastes like watery Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. I'm not a fan of hard seltzers. I'm just. It doesn't even taste like seltzery. It tastes like just water. There's no bubbles in it. Yeah. Well, there's a few bubbles, but not really. I don't know if I'd have that again. I'm just I, no, I got no bubbles in mine at all. This is just flat water. <laughs> I've got like a few bubbles, but I think I'll just stick to the wine I got. The wine? Yeah. You have wine? Yeah, we got Zinfandel in the closet. Oh, okay. I thought you were drinking. No, I'm not <laughs> drinking that I right now. Were drink- I thought you were drinking mimosa, seltzer, 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 and wine all no. at the same time. <laughs> oh, no. That's too much. That's quint- quintuple fisting? Can't do that. That's too much. But if you want some good wine, uh, we got some here. It's a Zinfandel. Spanish I actually wine. brought some. I think I brought some with me from the old place as well. Some... Uh, some fancy shit that I was saving for a special occasion. Okay, you're getting more into wines. What kind of wines do you like? I was getting more into wine, but only because I was seeing a girl who runs like a winery. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was getting me more into wine. So that's, I mean, I'm not really into wine. I was into wine for a while, but I enjoy it every now and then with like a steak or a lamb chop or something. Yeah, that's always good. Is there like a particular one you like? Like uh, some French wine, Spanish wines, anything not like that? Not really. Not really. I like, uh, you know, I like a good Grenache for dessert. I'm a big red wine guy. Mm. I'm not really into white wines unless it's champagne, which is not, it's like a sparkly thing, you know? Yeah, sparkling um, wine. It's always good. But I'm more of a red guy, Grenache for dessert. Uh, really into Pinot's, you know, I mean, Zinfandel's fine, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I didn't pick up too much while I was with that girl. I was, I mean, obviously my intentions were not so much wine focused. So <laughs> now you don't like the grappa stuff. What? The grappa. Yeah. That shit is like gasoline, bro. That's like the <laughs> wine version of Everclear and it's not nearly as strong as Everclear, but it tastes like fucking poison. Like yeah. it, when you drink that, you're like, I'm fucking poisoning myself right now. Like you can tell it's just what the taste is. Yeah. It sounds just absolutely disgusting. I would never, it was so bad. I even mixed it like college style. I mixed it with like Gatorade one time and I was mm-hmm. like, this is fucking disgusting. Why do I have this? Yeah, never mix it with anything. It's just going to taste nasty. Just have it by itself. It's not going to taste good, man. People, I don't know why they even make that. No, I think it's just for like a, a gimmick. It's like, hey, have some wine. It's grappa. You know, it's just like wine. And they're like, oh, okay. And they discover it's disgusting. I don't, I don't, I don't think wine people are actually into that, though. Like, I don't think wine people are into, like, let's prank my friends with this disgusting shit that we'll just tell them it tastes good. Like, I don't, I don't think wine. Be, I don't know. Maybe you're right. It might be a gimmick, but it didn't taste good, uh, but I got it for free. So who cares? 
No, it's good. You got it for free. Uh, you went up to Napa Valley for that, right? No, it wasn't Napa. It was uh, it was Ojai. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Ojai Valley. Ojai is really good for wine, apparently. And then they they're affiliated with like a bunch of different vineyards that are that are in Napa. Some of them are in Napa. Um, they make good wine over there. I wonder what happened to that chick. I should call her. <laughs> you haven't called her back? No. I, I, we just it wasn't it wasn't like that. It was just like we kind of drifted. Okay, okay. No, I that's how I do that's how I do dating, dude. Like I casually see people. I don't I don't put labels on stuff. I that shit for me it just kind of happens organically. And if it doesn't happen organically, it just doesn't happen. And I I don't stress about it. I don't know if that makes me weird, but that's just that's how I do dating does that make sense yeah that's fine i mean you don't have to be like a full couple immediately you know you have to Dude, put labels so on many it. people are like that though they're like my man or like oh my lady they're like fucking they're so obsessed with like being with someone and making it official it's just i feel like they stress themselves out and that stress ultimately fucks up the relationship somehow i'm not a fucking psychologist i don't even know what the fuck i'm talking about but it just from observation, I see that happening a lot. Yeah, I mean, would there be like a certain time where you put labels on things, or just never put labels on things? Mm. I don't know. That's a good question. I think if I am, if I'm seeing the same person for over three months, and I'm not fucking anyone else, and she's not fucking anyone else. I think we can officially be like a couple. And I think I think that like what are we talk kind of always has to happen, but it doesn't have to happen in the Facebook meme kind of way. Like, oh, what are we? Like it just is like I think it could be a lot more casual than that. I don't know. But this might also be why I'm single. <laughs> no, I mean it's fine. Like you're just like after a few months, you guys are just sitting on the couch, like, so are we like couple or not or are we just still dating like what's the deal and then just talk it out like adults you know it's typical it's fine yeah I th- but i think that's kind of like the cool part too like a lot of people make fun of the the what are we talking i'm one of those people who makes fun of it but that's like to me that's kind of one of the most exciting parts about the relationship when you can just like put it in stone like we are an item now you know what i mean that's kind of exciting that's like all right now we're in this together yeah, I definitely love those kind of moments. Like, oh shit, we're finally a full couple, you know? You're not just dating. We're just, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. That's what's nice. Yeah. And my good guy. Okay. Time to get back to seltzers. All right, let's do this. I still can't get used to that, man. <laughs> yeah, the mango one's tough. Yeah, that one's pretty tough. Oh, the, mango is, the mango is pretty tricky. Uh, but for me, I don't know. Most most hard seltzers, most seltzer in general, tastes like TV static. So, yeah. Like I'm not really, I'm not drinking it for the flavor. I'm drinking it because I know it will probably get me a little drunk, and it's probably a healthier decision than other alcohols. So yeah, that's true. I mean, for me, I mostly like. Uh, sounds kind of weird, but tiki drinks like uh, just like rum and like some tropical fruits, like grapefruit or something like that. Those things always get me off. Have you seen that um, cyber bartender where he's like, I think he's Jamaican or some kind of like Caribbean descent and he's super loud and boisterous and like a a lot of fun. And he's like, we're going to make jungle juice today. We got 14 bottles of vodka. 
We got three bottles of Hawaiian punch. You ever seen him? Is that the uh, Tizzy Bartender? Is that what it's called? I think so. Yep. I think so, yeah. Dude, that guy's fucking awesome. He's awesome. He always He's makes like, it look fun. We right? got two rums. We got another rum. That guy's fucking dope. Yeah, I love watching I'm not a big rum dude. I like the taste of rum, but rum fucks me up in a weird way. Like, it doesn't make me that drunk, but it does make me weirdly drunk. Like, it just yeah. it has a, a, a weird effect on me. Yeah, it kind of puts it out in that little limbo state. You're like, oh, camp. Kind, kind of, of, not too Kind drunk. of, yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, rum is always like a good mixer. I've never had like pure straight. That's just. When I drink rum, I think about pirates, but I never feel like a pirate when I'm rum drunk. You know what I mean? I feel like a hobo when I'm drinking rum. That's what yeah. I feel like. <laughs> like when I drink whiskey, I feel like a drunken sailor who fights a lot. And then lo and behold, I drink whiskey and I want to fight a lot. Or at least I did in the past. I'm kind of a grown past that at this point, but. Uh, that's that's the effect that whiskey had on me. Like wine has a certain effect. Beer makes you love everyone. You know, rum just does that weird kind of drunk. Yeah, you're not really drunk. You're just like, okay, I guess we're just here right now. It's no biggie. Uh, vodka. Is there any alcohol you you can't drink at all? Uh, what's that fucking sorority girl thing? That oh, Fireball. I will never touch that shit ever again, dude. The last time I had Fireball. Like more than one shot of fireball, I was hungover for like three days. Jesus, what is that? Yeah. Anyways, it's just like whiskey and cinnamon, or was it's like a yeah, it's like a bottom of the ladder whiskey with cinnamon flavor and sugar and stuff. The same with uh with fucking screwball. Screwball is whiskey that's like peanut butter flavored. I like that as a mixer. We mix that with um, it's called like a rum chata. It's fine if it's fine if you use it as a mixer, but I have a problem when people say that they like whiskey and the whiskey they're talking about is screwball. You know what I mean? It's like, no, you don't. You like peanut butter. That's what you like. Yeah. Or I like whiskey, but it's fireball. No, you don't. You like cinnamon. You like big red. You like the gum, big red. That's what you like. You don't like whiskey. Aside from that, I don't think there's any alcohol that I can't like. I can always enjoy pretty much everything, I think. A good whiskey, sometimes a good rum. Not very often. I'm I'm weird about rum, but gin, gin and tonics are good, or gin martinis. Yeah, that's uh, one of the few I can drink. It's just gin and vodka. That's my you like gin. No, I do not like gin. gin. Tastes like gin tastes like pine trees. So I will give you that. Uh, it's uh, it's funky flavored. I'm a big fan. Funky flavor. Yeah, <laughs> you drink it like Ugh. you feel like you're dying just on the inside. <laughs> It's like that grappa. Like you take one sip and you're like, oh, cool. I'm poisoning myself. No. There was one time in, uh, that when I was in San Diego, we were uh, drinking vodka. We were having a good time. And it got me super fucked up. And I was just laying in the bathtub of the hotel we were at. I just had the shower running over me. By my knife uh, unfolded right next to me, next to the shower. And I remember bursting in the power. I was trying to commit suicide. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute rewind that whole fucking story. I'm going to pause the recording real quick. We're going to take a slight break and then you need to retell me that story. All right. Taking a little break here, folks. Just give us a sec. Now, please, if you would so kindly slow down a, like a little bit and just retell that story that you were telling me before. All right. All right. So it was down in San Diego. We're just having a week Down in off. San Diego. What were you doing? Well, don't tell me. I don't care. Right. So you're in San Diego. Uh, we're down in San Diego. We're like, you know what? Let's go down to PBE, take the weekend off. Let's have some fun. And I was like, all right. What's PB? You know? huh? What's PB? 
PB specifically, just like where all the college kids go, it's where everyone just hangs out and just has a good time. Everyone's day drinking like right okay, now. Okay, so you're in San Diego. You decide to go to the beach. So far, not very exciting. Yeah, not too super exciting. And my friend started kicking off. He's like, hey, I got some vodka, some cherry flavored vodka. I was like, okay, I've never had vodka before. Let's give it a Was shot. it Burnett's? I don't remember the, the company name. I just remember it was like a, a red and white bottle. That's yeah, I, I think that's probably definitely Burnett's. That's Burnett's. like a sorority girl thing. Yeah, it wasn't that great. It tastes like perfume. That's one disgusting. of those things that's like what I was talking about just a, a couple minutes ago when people say they, they like whiskey, but it's screwball. Mm-hmm. Sorority girls will say they like vodka, but it's Burnett's. And it's they like it because it tastes like fucking alcoholic Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. keep going. That, that stuff was disgusting. I don't, I don't think I've ever like had a good vodka ever since then. But anyways, we were drinking that. I'm a lightweight, so I wasn't having a good time. And I decided to like take a small break from everything. And I just lay down in the shower and just had water running. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. How the fuck did you get to the shower? And we had a hotel. We were just, like, trying to, like, have a good time. You were, you were just at the beach and then just jumped to the shower. Like, how? what happened in between? You decided, oh. Okay, so you, you decided to take a break. And when you took a break, you went back to your hotel. Yeah, let, me, let me take a few steps back. So we were drinking in the parking lot. You were drinking we were, in the parking lot yeah. at the beach. So you weren't actually at the beach. You were, like, at the parking lot adjacent to the beach yeah because we had the parking lot right there the hotel was right next to it and then a beach was literally right next to it so the this is fucking there. exhausting yeah, I know. hearing this story okay I'm you're sorry. you're in the parking lot you're drinking vodka you decide to take a break you go back to the hotel you're in the shower yeah okay got it right. yeah i'm just laying there and i think before i even got into the shower my knife fell out of my pocket and opened up i was sitting on the floor and your I, knife fell out of your pocket. Yeah. You were in the shower wearing clothes? <laughs> no, no. I was taking my clothes off before I went to the shower. And I think my knife fell out of my pocket and I was taking my pants off. Okay. And it just opened up on the floor, I guess. I don't know how that happened. Gotcha. And I was just laying in the shower for, I don't know, I want to say 40 minutes by the time I checked the clock. And <laughs> my friends were worried about me. They bust into the bathroom. And they saw the knife out there on the shower floor. And I'm like, oh, God, are you okay, man? I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to take a nap. <laughs> I thought I was trying to kill myself or something. Yeah. And after that, I was just laying in the bed and just having an awkward time. But I, I cannot get my head wrapped around this. I, so you were laying down. You were taking a nap in the shower. Yeah, I fell asleep in the shower. You fell asleep. Okay. You know, I got to tell you, man, the longer that I talk to you, the more I want to call someone. <laughs> Like the, so someone who's like qualified. I feel like I'm standing in front of a burning building and people around me are like, put out the fire. And I'm like, me? You want, want, want me to fucking handle this? That's for firemen. I'm not a fucking fireman. Call the fire department. You know, like I want to call someone right now and see. I, I, I don't under. Oh, oh my God. God. I mean, I have to take I have to take a deep breath after hearing after hearing your story. It wasn't even like a lot of vodka. It was just like literally a few sips. I'm a lightweight. So I don't drink that much. You keep saying you're a lightweight, but you have three drinks in front of you. I don't think you're a lightweight. I think you just crush alcohol and uh, get drunk. These are seltzers. They don't do anything. They're like 5%, I think. I'm sure you said the same thing about that Burnett's vodka that had you trying to kill yourself in the shower, though. Like, that that was... Yeah, uh, at the time, I was, like, really young, and I really understand, like, how much alcohol I can take. I was like, ah, I can probably handle this. It's no biggie. He steps in, I'm out on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see how the rest of the day pans out. 
Mr. Uh, Mr. Lightweight, but I'll drink three drinks at the same time. You know those uh, those Lil Miss memes, like Lil Miss this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to make one of those for you. Lil Miss Drunky, that, that's what they call me. <sighs> Lil Miss Drunky. Okay. <laughs> well, shit, man. What's on the agenda for the rest of the day? Are you just gonna be boozing? Uh, I don't know. Probably just relaxing. You know, it's super hot outside. I just opened up the uh, balcony door. Balcony. And it's super hot. <laughs> it's hot already. It's like 90 degrees. Yeah. I uh, When I woke up this morning, before I got berated with uh, mimosas, this is a good saw, I saw the, the temperature outside at like 7 o'clock in the morning was 78 degrees. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it is 80 degrees at 7 a.m. Yeah, this ain't the beach no more. It's the valley. It gets nah, super hot fast. It's, it's valley, valley. But that's the interesting thing about where we're at is that you can drive like 10 minutes away. Like as soon as you get out of the valley, it could be a totally different temperature. It could be like 65, yeah. you know, on the other side of the ridge. But here it's just 110. Yeah, that's one of the few cool parts about California. You can go anywhere and it'll be completely different from where you report. Like we go from here to like. Malibu or in San Francisco is cold as hell. It's a really bipolar state yeah. as far as temperatures go. Yeah. And like and shit. I love it. I don't even remember where we left off. What were we talking about? We were talking about my little suicidal suicidal. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that shit anymore. Let's see that topic. This fucking, you're bumming me out over here, dude. Yeah. We were we were talking about different beaches, and there's a beach not too far from us that I think people who own property on that beach also own parts of the beach like it makes sense it's almost like a front lawn you know like you own a certain section of the beach if you have beachfront property Mm -hmm. but i think people out there own like larger portions of the beach because i went out there one day and i was fucking hammered and i set up a little chair and i was just chilling i was just you know catching some sun i was drinking whatever seltzers i was just i was just hanging out and I got approached by like multiple people and they were like, um, can I help you? And I was like, nope. <laughs> just plain as day. Just like, no, no, thanks. I'm good. There's, I don't need help with anything right now. I'm sitting at the beach. Multiple times this happened to me. And then I think someone actually like ultimately approached me like, hey, you know, you, this is uh, it's private property right here. And I was like, I was so confused. I was like, I'm at a, I'm at the beach. What the fuck do you mean? It's, this is private property. That doesn't, it makes no sense to me, but I guess that's a new goal for me. I want to get to a point in life where I own part of the beach and I could be like, hey, the fuck off my beach. <laughs> How do you own a beach? So that's like crazy. It was thing. so wild, man. I, I remember being so confused. I was like, I've never been at the beach before and have someone like come up to me and say, hey, you can't be here. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not the part of the beach that you can hang out on. It was so strange to me, man. That's some Malibu. I mean, in retrospect, has. it does it does kind of make sense, but I just don't I don't understand how the real estate works there. Like, I understand if you own, say, twenty five yards outside of your house, like that's that's kind of like I, I feel like that's fair. But if you also own like, do you just own like a whole stretch, like from your house to the shore, like to like the water? Is that, is that how that works? I, I don't know how the fucking Real estate regulations work out here. I'm not. I'm not an expert in this. Oh, that's pretty funky. I mean, I would think the beach would just be like public free. You know, no one would own that. But if someone actually owns that like section of the beach, yeah. Well, whatever. Fuck that dude. He was fat. 
I think it's high time that we stop taking fat people seriously. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying things in this particular episode. I, w- I want to say the most controversial shit po- possible because I want to see how hard it is to get canceled these days. Because cancel culture is really kind of dying out. I don't know if you've noticed, but kind of yeah. Like people kind of stop. I think people just stop caring. Like okay, well, people stop making money off of it too. I was listening to somebody who uh, was canceled. I'm not going to name names. But they were canceled for a very good reason that they should have been canceled for. And they they work very closely with, you know, Hollywood and producer. They're in show business, right? Mm-hmm. And they were talking about this on a podcast that I listened to a lot. And they, they were basically saying, you know, the reason you're seeing cancel culture die out as quickly as it is, is because people simply stop making money off of it. You know, yeah. like news stations... So, like the, those types of stories over the last few years were worth a lot of money. You could make a lot of money. You could get a lot of clicks on that. And now it's just, it's not worth as much money as it used to be. So it's just dying out. And that, that fact, if that is true, it just bothered me so much that over the last few years, our entire society has been ripped apart by this kind of rhetoric and this kind of like cancel culture and identity politics and stuff. And the only reason that we are fighting our neighbors right now is because people are making money off of it. You know, it was so bothersome for me to hear that. And it's, it seems obvious to, to a lot of people, but it's just fucking bugs me, dude. I need another fucking seltzer. Let's just to, just to recap the public here. We, we're supposed to have two guest stars show up on this particular episode. Both of them flaked, but not you, Shame. Mr. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Strange over here. Hey, man. But uh, in any event, we should probably wrap it up because I think both of us, we got fucking plans today, dude. We got no plans, but at the same time, we have plans. This whole fucking day is weird. Yeah, it's just a bunch of random stuff going here and there. Whatever works out, works out. Whatever this whole day is like, honestly, you know what this day is? It's like socially awkward. <laughs> like so the, whole, the whole like from start to finish so i mean it's not even halfway done but from the get-go this day has been socially awkward for me i don't know about you but that's just what i've noticed but in any case uh it was cool having you on dude this was a cool talk and uh congratulations on i don't know fucking whatever life congratulations on making it this far in life uh, do you want to leave the audience with something cool and profound or do you want to just uh, wrap it up here? Sure, I guess. Like, do what thou wilt. You know, don't care what anyone thinks. Do what you What did do. you just say? Do what thou wilt. Is that like a Bible verse? No, it's from Aleister Crowley. Oh, cool. So like the opposite of the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> just like witchcraft and stuff. But Okay. Yeah, basically he's saying do what thou wilt. Yeah, do what thou will. Be happy with your life. You know, do what you want to do. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. Just do what you want. Terrific, man. Thank you so much for that uh, super profound witchcraft <laughs> quote thing. That was awesome. I'm fucking riveted. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, this has been this has been a cool podcast. I think I think this particular episode was actually kind of interesting for me and exhausting at the same time. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I hope you come back next week for another one. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram at here's why pod. Follow me on Twitter at here's why pod and on TikTok at here's why Chuck. And we'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
Oh, 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 oh,